Hi, I'm Anne McElhenney. And I'm Phelan McAleer. And welcome to the Anne and Phelan Scoop Daily Virus. It is where we discuss the latest news, views, and madness of the pandemic. And advice. Don't forget the word advice. And don't forget the word advice. And it's Friday, May the 22nd. Yes, it I've is. actually written May the 26th. May, May 20... Yes. Anyway, whatever. It's the 22nd. It's the end of week nine of the lockdown. It's the Memorial Day weekend. What arrestable offences are you planning? So we're definitely It's the planning. busiest weekend of the year. You can't close the beach. But and they can. But and they, they, can. they did. We're definitely planning some illegal sandcastle building with a two-year-old and maybe a little bit of illicit sitting on a deck chair looking from us. And maybe we'll do some criminal sunbathing. What delights do you have in store? Yes. Write and tell us. Write uh, and tell us all about it. Okay, you can write to us on the Apple Podcast app. Yes. In fact, while you're there, you might want to just give us five stars and say something nice. And at the end of the show, by the way, we are going to look and I'm going to read out some of the lovely comments we've had so far. Okay, Philip, what's happening today? Well, Trump uh, has announced that he won't close the country down if there's a second wave uh, outbreak of the virus. So that's very good news. Um, and you know the way, like, and then you know the way. The oh, way, sorry. This is the teasers. We have to these are the teasers, and you yes. know the way that California leads yes. the world in things, and it's always like something. It's always leading the world in things. Well, for the for in a first, California is not leading the world in opening up after the lockdown. And there's other stuff from crazy California. Yes. Do you have a crazy Can, California story? Senator Kamala Harris, oh. po- possibly vice president candidate. A woman Senator, of color. Senator Kamala Harris. Yes. Which is what, that's, what, that's what important in Mr. Biden's mind. Indeed. Is she's a woman of color. Senator Kamala Harris really knows what's important during a pandemic. Will you hear what she's suggesting now? And we have really, really good news from London, which you are not going to hear anywhere else. Yes. And we have a disgruntled listener. A, a European listener. A, a, a disgruntled listener in Scotland with a dispute about pronunciation. I'm not sure that the fact that there are listeners from Scotland is relevant. Though. I think it's an international dispute. Well, I think when you come down to uh, pronunciation, I think it becomes very interesting. Uh, I'm not sure this is not a pronunciation. We're going to get into that pronunciation issue at the end. But we want to start out by saying that, you know, Trump, um, as you know, just yesterday evening, um, I think he was touring in Michigan, Michigan. in Michigan. And he basically said, we are not closing our country if the U.S. is hit by a second wave of the coronavirus infection, of coronavirus infections. Um, And I'm going to give you a couple of the quotes he said. He said, people say... That's a very distinct possibility. It's a standard that there'll yeah. be a second wave, whatever Trump said when asked about the second wave during a tour of a Ford factory in Michigan. We are going to put out the fires. We are not going to close the country, Trump said. We can put out the fires, whether it's an ember or a flame, we are going to put it out, but we are not closing our country. Yeah. And so my question is, is he completely mad? No, he's not. I'm going to quickly answer my own question by saying, no, he's actually doing the right thing. And it's interesting, actually, Um, Because in yesterday's Wall Street Journal, there was also a very good story, again, about this. Reporting uh, from and quoting from the United States' top mental health official, who has warned very, very, uh, very, very seriously, made a very serious warning about uh, what would happen if the country was locked down again, if there was a second wave, if there was a second wave of infection. And and she, her name is Eleanor McCants. McCants cats um, and she basically says um, the increase in the number of suicides fatal drug overdoses and instances of domestic abuse will be broad deep and long-lasting she said um, and she's she said I very much hope 
very much hope that we would not do this again, that we would not shut down the country again. I don't see the science to back that up, she said of the shutdown. We need to discuss the risks versus the benefits to taking any action. And I would say that we wouldn't want to take the same approach again. And I want to just dig into this a little bit more from this story from the Wall Street Journal because it really is something, um, it's really very, it's very upsetting and very, very worrying. There's a growing concern, the Wall Street Journal reports, over the rising toll of the shutdown is taking, that the shutdown is taking over on mental health of millions of Americans. Spikes in calls to crisis lines and predictions of tens of thousands of suicides and drug overdoses are raising alarm and have promoted lawmakers to call for more, more money, whatever, for mental health screening. But, but, but also, there's, also in the Wall Street Journal, they actually quote a number of studies that have looked at the effects of post-traumatic stress symptoms in parents and children who've been quarantined. And it's, it's, all, it's all very serious and very bad news. Um, but but and also... Children, and children really suffer badly from quarantine. Sorry, go on, Phil. No, also... If there's a second outbreak in the fall or in, in the winter, don't send sick people to nursing homes. Yeah, yeah. Close the subway in New York. Yeah. And I mean, if you, if you, if you, and if you have to keep it open, run more trains. Yeah. If if you if you stop sending people to nurse sick people to nursing homes, you cut at least a quarter of the deaths in New York out of the equation. If you stop, close the subway or increase the number of trains, you take another lump of the deaths out of New York and be careful with public transport and nursing homes all around the states and you know what you won't have a second spike you, you may have a slight rise but it, but it can be contained we have learned lessons we've learned about closing schools where someone is sick but not closing every school so smarter and sharper yeah and people have learned an awful lot but again just again going back to Dr. Chance McCat Cats. She says there's about 58 million people with mental illness in the country and that the majority of those people are not treated. 120,000 Americans die of drug overdoses every year in the US and suicide is a top 10 cause of death. And she's basically saying that the effect of the quarantine, the effect of the isolation is a massive, massive underreported story so far. Of course, it's all going to come out in the wash eventually, but she is at the very front line of this. She is the, the, the top expert on mental health in the United States, and she is saying, do not do this. So it's interesting that President Trump today, you know, or yes, I should say yesterday evening, um, said this in Michigan when he was touring yeah. the Ford company, that he won't do it. And, and good for you. This, it really is actually really, really good um, news. Can I just give you just one more thing that uh, Dr. McChance Katz said? Which I thought was just amazing, you know, and just crazy name, by the way. Uh, a very crazy name, actually. Yeah, but in April, she said the calls to national mental health hotlines were up by what percentage? One thousand percent up over the same period last year. I mean, actually, to be honest with you, I feel like crying when I read that. I mean, this is really serious. There is, you know, and there's two things here. Um, there is, and I've seen this a lot of places, you know, the, where they're equating the increase in number of deaths. From this time, this year to last year, and they're saying, "Oh, look at the increase mm. in deaths." You know, here's the, here's the thing that we know, and that we every everybody has heard this at some version of this now at this point. People, the, um, the emergency rooms are empty. So where did all the heart attacks go? Where did all the heart attacks go? Where did all the drug drug overdoses go? Where have the where strokes. have all those goes? Where have all those strokes gone? They haven't gone away. The health of the country hasn't suddenly improved. So you know, there this is. 
it, it's just, there's a hidden death rate there's a really of hidden, a lockdown yeah and it's just it's really terrible so i just think that this message from president trump yesterday evening was very 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 good news now bad news on reopening um on on the reopening front again we just said at the beginning you know that california normally is famous for you know they're really innovative and they come up with things well really that, that's right that's the that's what the media says well, progressive they, you know, oh, well, progressive up, no no yeah, sorry, but sorry. they come up with failing things like uber and things like that like they so technology things right so they're cool with stuff like that right yeah. anyway they're not cool when it comes to reopening in fact they couldn't be less cool in, because they here particularly here in la county so in la county they've announced that they are going to reopen on the 4th of july it's unbelievable it's, it's just, unbelievable it's unbelievable it's madness madness and we are healthier than most of europe and healthier than most of the united states yeah and I just put up some numbers there, Phil. You see that? Yeah. So in LA County, if you were to do, and of course, again, please always be careful when you're reading the media about any numbers to do with the death rate or to do with deaths. Anywhere where it's the, the actual, what's it call it, the gross number, don't be influenced by that. The, only, the number that matters is the per capita number. What's the per capita number? So the per capita number here in LA County is 200. It's 200. What's that better than? I'll tell you what that's better than. It's better than Switzerland, Ireland, Netherlands, France, UK, Italy, Spain, Belgium, Bel and Belgium. And it's, by the way, considerably, considerably better than the United States if it was taken as a whole. The whole of the United States is 291 we're per gonna, million. We're, and just, yes. just to be really reiterating that, and is it better than, for example, New York? Here's how much better it is than New York. So 200 per million here. To LA County. Is LA County is 200 per million which here. Which is Los Angeles City, basically. Which is basically Los Angeles City. New York City, New York. In fact, not New York City. The whole of New York is 1,470 per million. So that's 200 versus 1,470. So and yet better. they're still saying here in LA County, we're not reopening businesses yeah. until the 4th of July. It is a complete disaster. Yeah. Um, you know, and here's, you know, LA County Public Health Director, Barbara Ferrer. And we've talked about her before. She's the one who has the salary of north of $550,000 a year. We've done a lot of things right, she says. We can actually get to that date. You know, we, sorry, we have to do a lot of things right so we can get to that date. We have to do a lot of things right. Really, really, we have to do a lot of things right. Like, we, what have we been doing so far, right? I think that the reality is we are going to really aim together to get there as quickly as possible. But, and she puts in a but, by the way, we're going to pay attention to the data and the science. See, that she says, I think the reality is that we're going to really aim together to get there as quickly as possible. The reality is you're not together. She's going to get her $550,000 a year salary. No matter no what. No matter what. The rest of us are not. Yeah. That is the reality. Yeah. And, you know, she's putting us back to July the 4th while the rest of the country opens. And more madness. And But Kamala Harris, the senator for California, knows what's important. She, she, as record unemployment stalks the state, as as the officials get drunk in power and destroy people's lives and livelihoods, Kamala Harris has introduced a, a, a Senate resolution condemning the use of the words Wuhan virus as racist. Oh, I'm so glad she's got her priorities right, she's Philip. Got, she's got because that's what we need time and yes. energy spent on. I was going to lead, read lots of details about this, but you know I won't. I think I'll just leave it there. This is, by the way, this is someone who's been honestly talked about as a potential. Uh, vice president picked by Joe Biden. Joe Biden has said he will only pick a woman because women are obviously better vice everything. presidents. Yeah. Vice presidents. No, they're better vice presidents. Oh, just better, better vice presidents. Yeah, because yeah. did you know that, Alan? There was a study done uh, by 
in the Institute of Institutions. In the Institute of Institutions, the Academy of Institutions, yes. Institutions, Institutions. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's enough of Kamala, Kamala Harris. That, By the way, Kamala Harris, you said that Joe Biden was a racist, but there you go. Ah, uh, you know, water under the bridge. Yes. So, um, we've got some good news which i think is always really important to report and as uh, brent and this is from brendan o'neill by the way uh, writing i think it's in spiked I spiked online spiked online but uh, who, we and we love brendan o'neill and we should get brendan o'neill on the store on the show film by the way but yeah. very good news as, as uh, you know very very good news from london but as brendan o'neill says you're not plan you're you're probably not going to read it anywhere and I, I want to read a bit of this because Brendan has a lovely way of writing. Of course, he's one of our own. He's Irish and all that. And he's very, very funny. So here's what he says. I know good news is not allowed in coronavirus Britain. Instead, we're all meant to cower before the death stats. Fume at photos of people on beaches and nod along as Piers Morgan bursts yet another blood vessel over what a calamitous PM Boris is. You know, pessimism is your highest duty in this strange, fearful nation we have become. And he goes on and he describes, by the way, you know, well, about the his numbers. mother. There's the numbers. I was gonna, yeah. Go ahead. Go I ahead. was going to describe it. He describes like, you know, you know, what it's like in England, that the schools in London are still closed, that his mother can't go to mass. He can't know? go to the pub. That he can't go to the pub. That's the way things the are. Seating areas and cafes are wrapped in yellow tape. But here's the good news. The virus is fading in London, according to the Daily Telegraph. Um, Public Health England modelling suggested that fewer than 24 people a day were being infected in London. And that number was falling by half every three I and a half days. I think there's something like 8 to 10 million people in London. Yeah. So the number basically, so if you look at the numbers and you can check out that story in the Daily Telegraph and you can look at Brendan O'Neill's story in Spiked Online. And basically, this is great news. Like it's great, great news, right? Yes. But guess where you won't read it? No, I'll tell you where you won't read it. You will not find it on the BBC, right? Yeah. That's what he says. He says, in, cheek by, in a cheek by jowl city of nearly 9 million, it's remarkable. It should be headline news in the BBC to give a worried nation the boost it needs. But of course, London's liberation from the coronavirus is not being widely talked about. It doesn't fit into, into the narrative of doom. It grates against the obsessive Boris bashing. Yeah. If it's talked about, it's inevitably accompanied by a baleful warning. This doesn't mean the pandemic is oh, over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you like oh, yeah. my BBC voice there? I like the BBC voice. Yeah, no, no. The last thing you want would be yeah. good news. And, of course, the absolute Look last thing you'd need. Yeah, six. The absolute last thing you'd need would be good news to do with Boris. Six large hospital trusts in London have reported no COVID deaths over the last 48 48 hours. hours. I mean, Deaths across England have been falling by around 100 every week over the past month. So this is, you know, it's really good news, you know, yeah. really, really good news. But if you know, you're not going to see that, you know, you're not going to see that. Oh, by the way, he said, I love this thing he said, um, you know, and he's saying that, you know, they don't allow skate, a bit like here, by the way, in Venice, they're not allowed skateboarding, skateboarding around the South Bank. That's in London and, yeah. you know, whatever. And kids like go on there, people who play with the skateboards, whatever. And he says, I was delighted, he says, to see that they have put, put up posters saying skateboarding is not a virus yeah. on the makeshift fences blocking entry to their beloved panic, space. Panic is a virus. Yeah. To tackle a disease by killing a city is deranged. This is how Brendan finishes the article. To tackle a disease by killing a city is deranged. London must now come back to life in all its bustling, metalsome glory. Yeah. Have I said metalsome right, Phelan? I've never heard of the word metalsome. I, I like metalsome. I like metalsome. M-E-T-T. 
L-E-S-O-M-E. And you know, interesting when we're talking about pronunciation, because we have this listener in Scotland who yeah. got a lovely listener, by the way, in Scotland, who got in touch and sent a message. Well, saying, slightly, cri- slightly critical oh, message. Oh, I would say that. I would say that now. Oh, yes. We're, we're watching you, lady in Scotland, has sent this message saying that my pronunciation... Well, of, for, let, let, pronunci- me, let me give the context. So there, there's one website you really got to look out for here. It's called... Well, there's many. You could just go to lockdownskeptics.org, but the one we use for all the figures is Worldometer. And the great thing with Worldometer, it does give you the total number of cases of coronavirus, Wuhan flu, sorry, Kamala. Um, but it also gives you the per million death rate and Which per million really cases. Matters. And that's what matters. That's to see how well your company... And it's how, updated all how, the time. How your status do. And it's updated all the time. However, this listener was appalled and aghast that we were pronouncing it Worldometer. 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 Um, and she and she says it she is obsessed. Be. She's obsessed with Worldometer as well, but she thinks it should be called Wor- uh, <laughs> Worldometer. Worldometer, as in kilometer. Yes. Worldometer, as in kilometer. And we say to her, with a huge amount of respect, oh. no. No. We say to her, Worldometer, as in centimeter. We say Worldometer, as in centimeter. Worldometer, as in millimeter. Worldometer, as in centimeter, millimeter. So we say thank you for that, uh, Miss Listener in Scotland. Uh, if you have every, any opinions on this, please go to yes. the Apple Podcast app and leave. And a, let us know. A, a, at your ratings and reviews, let us know where, she, whether, where you stand on the worldometer versus worldometer. And by the way, that beautifully segues into me getting to the fact that we would really love you to go and rate our podcast on the Apple Podcast uh, app and I know it's kind of by the way it's tricky find a 12 year old to help you uh, navigate how to do that rating because I find it really hard myself and I don't have a 12 year old knocking around so it takes me a long time but thank you to all the people who are giving us five star ratings lovely delicious five star ratings DJ from Pittsburgh and uh, DJ from Pittsburgh also who's leaving lovely messages so DJ from Pittsburgh I love you guys perfect content perfect length great perspective keep up the fabulous wor- work five stars we also have uh, Virginia DM, um, who who wrote again with five stars, informative, interesting, and often humorous. I also like listening to thoughtful commentary on the news without getting stressed out. Look at that. Then the next person we have is called Ankantar. Okay. Love those two exclamation point. Refreshing brackets and charming. That'll be me. That'll be the charming. Would be me. Go on ahead. So you think I'm refreshing, or are we both refreshing? You're uncharming. That's, I, you know, when I hear the word refreshing, it makes me think about my mother. My mother used the word refreshing to describe gin and tonic. And it's nonsense, of course. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's a good old one. It's a bit like a friend of mine um, who smoked a lot. Anne-Marie, shout out to you. And uh, she would eat an apple while she smoked. Because it's kind of like the thing of like, it's like, she's looking at me eating the apple, you know. And my mother would, was, oh, it's very refreshing. No, do you know what's refreshing, Monica? My mother's name was Monica. Drink a glass of water. But I do agree with her, you know, put in the word refreshing and it almost sounds medicinal. But anyway, refreshing and charming. Charming voices of sanity and reason in an increasingly insane world. Fun and informative from a person called Wakefoot. Fun and informative again, five star. And the two accents are a bonus. Um, love I, I, paid a, I paid a lot of money for this accent. There's a Hollywood voice coach Bonnie, who got a lot of money for this Bonnie accent. Bonnie also wrote, she said, keep up the banter. Include, oh, include the cats. Oh, yeah. More in the, the videos. Cats. Yeah, we have news about the cats, and we bring that news. All good news, by the way. The cats are doing great, and thanks so much, Bonnie. You'll for see asking. more of them hopefully uh, on Wednesday. So this is the daily virus. The problem is, Phelan. Yes, we have equi- have equipment issues, so you can't see the cats, but we'll try and 
I'll try and hold them up. I think we should do that. Yes. I think we should bring truth. Proof of life. So, Bonnie, for the next um, AP Scoop, you should Which be able comes to out them. every Wednesday. So, yes. don't forget to, to register for that, to subscribe to the Alan Film Scoop. And then the main scoop comes out every Wednesday on YouTube and on the podcast. Every podcast. I'm going to read the last of the messages, which I really love, but I could read these for hours and hours and hours. But I love this one. Excellent reporting. You will fall in love with this couple. Ah, ah that's us. Best dynamic duo. I'm going to finish with that one. Thank you to everyone for writing and for the reviews. And again, for all the sustaining members who've been signing up, we are so grateful to you. You can sign up at theunreportedstoriesociety.com. Go there, give a sustaining And I'm going to do that so much slower than Phelan. So at theunreportedstoriesociety.com, sign up. Become a sustaining member, and we're going to have some surprises, yeah. by the way, for the sustaining members that'll be just exclusive to them. Yeah. So uh, support support independent journalism because the mainstream media is is all over the place and deceptive on this. And we're going to be here with you through this virus um, until the bitter end. So God bless. Take care and uh, have a fabulous weekend wherever you are um don't get arrested i think that's kind of the message really try not to get arrested but do arrestably arrestable offenses. arrestable offenses if you know what i mean thank you bye, bye. yes all the best <laughs> bye. bye thank you